0: Hello, and welcome back to the Patrick Screen Tea Podcast. There's a movie I mentioned wanting to watch on IMAX, and fortunately I was able to. The seats I bought had a buffer of seats around them that no one would be able to buy, and the staff seemed to be very thorough with their cleaning protocol between showings, so I felt very safe. The movie was absolutely insane to watch on such a big screen, too. Even for its flaws, the way the mechanics unfolded on screen were pretty incredible, especially since I shielded myself from any trailers or spoilers, so I had no idea what to expect. That's it, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome back. And this is the Patrick Screen Tea Podcast and I'm Patrick. Um I'm I've been walking along this river near where I live. And it's big enough to have boats in it, so I'm I'm like looking at them and having a good time, you know, socially distanced, so there's like really nothing wrong with it. Um, it, it surprisingly doesn't make me want a boat necessarily it just makes me happy for those people that they're like chilling on such a beautiful day in the water that's a cool feeling the only times I've been on a boat since like early childhood were charter boats none of my friends own boats I mean my girlfriend's family does but there's never been there hasn't been an opportunity for us to use it or for them to use it, I should say, and for them to potentially invite me. But it seems like a good time, you know? Um, I've never gone this far on this trail. I've been here before. I don't even know if the podcast was around when I was there. Maybe it was. It definitely didn't exist, like, as a a podcast yet. It was just recordings, I'm pretty sure. Um, I was here. I think I smoked... A full-on bong. Um, Maybe. I was getting into the bong because I just bought it. Probably. I think it was then. I don't think it was a bowl. You know what? Actually, it might have been a bowl. I remember balancing it and trying trying to have the weed fall out. But uh, the bowl or bong got me pretty high, you know? And there's this area where these trails intersect sort of Um, not yeah I guess that's how it works and then um, on the intersection there's like this big patch of ground that was just like removed by the waves and stuff and the just sheer it was like a a mini landslide it was pretty big you know if you were standing on that when it went there was no way you there would be no way you could get up It was pretty serious dip and it went really far down into the water so that kind of freaked me out not like too bad because i was able to keep far enough footing because it was a big old cleared out section that uh i felt fine and uh probably by the time you're listening to this there will be a supplemental on the podcast website if you just go to supplementals and then find or supplements i should say i always keep calling it supplementals it's not a real word it sounds like it is, but it's not. Anyway, and all the, all the photos and texts that I did on the same date as an episode, like a recorded episode, I put all in there. The pictures are just for dates that like, or photos, I should say, are just for dates that I didn't record. And I just had stuff to take a picture of or say, like in writing. But anyway, I'm glad I started doing the podcast. I was kind of anxious about starting um, for some reason. I mean, not really, but like I kept having this feeling like, oh, I should leave at least 20 minutes for myself to listen to um, music and stuff, which I usually do. I was getting kind of paranoid about recording it, and I think I, I didn't want to record it at some point, something like that, but I got through it immediately. It's taken different directions than I thought it could, thought it would, I should say. Um, oh, big news. I just released first episode of Season 3. So the first episode... The boat is loud. The first episode recorded in 2020. So we finally caught up to the year. I forgot what date this podcast launched. It was like late February, early March. Um, but we're catching up to that. I didn't record many episodes when I was in Spain in that part of the year. So... So I'm hearing the waves. Sounds like branches breaking. Um, So we're going to catch up to the podcast's uh, inception. Not inception. I should say, like, podcast publication. Anytime in the next, like, few weeks. So that's pretty exciting. Um, The loop will be complete, and then I'll feel like, I don't know. I'm actually on a roll here, you know, and I have some momentum. And the podcast is going to be more current which is everyone's going to love they won't be that current though they won't be day of so I don't really know how that's going to there's a strategy where you record it earlier and then just release it with the dates that it's being published as the date but the thing is with me I like I enjoy the archival part of this where I record the time and date there's no real I I noticed that there's no real uh, way for me to record jet skis there's no real way for me to like say the time that the podcast was recorded without adding more stuff to the title of every episode and that's too much it's already kind of cluttered um, so i don't know so that's my technical stuff podcast has been dormant for a long time I haven't really thought about it a long time so I'm, I'm kind of rusty on everything but now I see like oh my god I left all this stuff for me to finish you know I started all these little like I don't know I have so many things recorded I'm like uh, saying like how I have things set up the passwords for accounts and stuff and like where we are so like for example we just um expanded a bunch the podcast became like way bigger it's on Pandora now iHeartRadio Google Podcasts and all this other stuff that I mentioned um we just I don't know uh I I mentioned it on the Reddit post I should say and my Discord and the Discord's all in the description I have links for everything so that's where you get them I never really mention them because that takes up too much outro time anyway So I'm just checking the time. I might have to head back soon. Just in the general direction. It's going to take a while to get back. But um, uh, I only budgeted an hour for this. So that's kind of not great. I mean, I could get away with more than an hour. But then I don't even know if I'd be able to stop at home. You know? I don't know. It just got me a little... Anxious, but I get that way with weed, it's kind of hard to avoid. Everything seems so, so like, dire, you know, and serious. Okay, I'm gonna head back. This is a cool place, it's six miles though. The whole loop, I cannot do that. What I would do is walk along the river before it becomes a big old loop and just stop where it turns into the woods and go back. I mean, that distance is super doable. It's probably like three miles or so. It's like the hypotenuse of a big triangle. So. Is a hypotenuse only with right right triangles or like any kind of triangle? I always wondered, I think it's only right triangles. That's a useless fact that will never help me, <laughs> but it's fine. I just want to be precise with what I call these things. Precise, not accurate. Or maybe it's accurate, not precise. I don't know. Why am I going back to like high school semantics of scientific and mathematical <laughs> uh, nomenclature? Was also a bougie-ass sentence. That sentence reeked of uh, bourbon and leather yeah <clears throat> maybe uh, what's the word beef jerky as well um, so yeah podcast is kind of impromptu although like I, I kind of wanted it all day to record it when, if, if I smoked I didn't know if I was going to smoke at first and then I sort of decided to squeeze it in because I won't be able to for a, a while I don't know if that's an addict thing of me to do but like When I've got a schedule and it's not just like willy-nilly of like how many days in between, and then I sort of do the math, it's like, I don't know, I enjoy weed too much to be like away from it for too long. (laughs) That is kind of addiction. Well, I think every stoner, meaning someone who consumes a lot of marijuana, has to reckon with themselves and really decide on what is um, too much for them. Like, what constitutes an addiction. And I don't know what that is for me yet. I sort of, like, I think every, like, using it every day is what uh, psychologists, like, professional people say is too much and anything less, anything less frequent than that is like workable. Not going to impact your life, especially if you only do it twice a day, or twice each day, I should say. No, I mean once a day, <laughs> once once each day, because it only takes up like an hour or two hours of your time. You know, kind of including preparation and like going everywhere to smoke it if you have to do that. But uh, it takes up a lot of your wallet. Over time, but that's that really depends on how much you use it. Um, I use it as a very manageable level. I haven't picked up weed in like over a month for sure, maybe two months. But I kind of got got a lot of different stuff, you know. I got concentrates and shredded um, uh, flour, things like that. So, so like a whole tour season just travel would cost a lot less than um, what I would be paying for in oh, it would cost a lot more than what I'd be paying for in weed there's something else I was going to say earlier I don't know, it's all kind of a mess I'm glad you guys are here I'm glad I have someone to talk to it's always nice makes the uh, bears less scary we cool s-boat there's like big metal arms coming out of the middle going back they're, not, they're like reinforced arms I don't know like, I think there's lights on them I'm just thinking like how practical is that you know I and mean, there's not many um, short overhead obstacles on the water or on the open ocean there's no there's not that many um, things besides like bridges you know but like a, a, a medium i guess I, I don't even know what medium means like uh like a four person six person eight person boat you know four to eight people that's a weird way of saying it but you know uh <laughs> um that kind of boat is not going to have any sort of problems just going out in the water um however like problems in terms of stuff hitting the top but like a cruise ship obviously is going to be a different story So, how do they get by without, with, uh, yeah, without modern construction technology? How do they make bridges that could open? Did they have bridges that could open? That's a question I want to know the answer to. Boats are, like, much bigger than they were, but, like, they were big not that long ago, like the 20s, like the Titanic was built in the 20s. And, uh, there were no, like, Navy battleships until, God, I don't know, maybe it was around that time. Anyway, all that time before you had those big-ass boats, ships, um, even before that, like, there were big, pretty big boats to transport a lot of cargo across the ocean, you know? Imagine like a wooden cargo ship with like those, like a sailed, a sailing ship. <laughs> I like this tangent a lot. <laughs> um, boats, yeah, boats are cool. I might want one way later in life, but it's not a big concern of mine. I just need friends with boats, and that's all. I <laughs> that's it's all taken care of. I don't really have a desire to drive one. Um, I have in Florida my uh, my parents rented a boat to just drive around like the Siesta Key area. Um, and I got to pilot the ship for a little bit. I don't know if that was illegal or that was <laughs> part of the rent terms, but I was over 18, I'm pretty sure, so I think I was able to do it. It was cool. My dad, gave, my dad gave everyone a turn. I don't think my mom really cared, though. Take a water break. BRB. I'm back. Before this, I was, uh, before I recorded the podcast, I was, li- I was listening to a bunch of music. The first song being the Catwoman theme, because I was stuck in my head last night. And it's such an interesting theme that, like, like, the naming conventions of the Dark Knight Rises soundtrack are so bad. Like, I don't know what each song is. Like, it's so specific to a line that a character says or something. Which is cool if you know the lines, but, like, Selena Kyle's theme is called, uh, Mind I Mind If I Cut In, or something. And, it's, I don't know. <laughs> um, he thought that line was more important than I do. Maybe it was, but anyway, it was really good. She has a suite of like four different styles of the theme, like getting increasingly more um, uh, adrenaline-filled, high octane, as they say, and just just the simple piano of the beginning and like whatever's in the background, like one one kind of violin or string instrument so it only makes one sort of tone um it's so simple and so cool you know i think like when when she she does things on screen where that theme comes up it's so like it sticks so much um yeah so speaking of christopher nolan i'm considering watching tenet and imax there's no real reason why not to um it's just that, I mean, there is one where everything's pandemic-y, you know. It's all germy, all the seats and stuff. They have to do a really good job cleaning. I know that the, uh, I've seen showtimes and stuff around my area. And there's a few theaters that are doing it, but they have really, they have 40% capacity uh, in the theater. Only designated seats, they so have to pre-buy, I think. Pro- like, I, I think you have to reserve wherever you're sitting and just make sure you don't lose your spot or whatever. I would do that. I wouldn't want to end up somewhere random, especially when I'm going with people. The other factor that's uh, contributing against this cause is that I align all my friends' schedules. I mean, they probably would, like... I don't know. So, like, my one friend, Brandon, he's just really afraid of the virus thing. He wants the, the viewership to die down before he, like, starts watching the show. I mean, the movie. So, I mean, that's a theoretically okay idea, but I just, I want to get it over with now so I don't accidentally miss it, you know? Because, like, what, missing that opportunity to see an IMAX would just be so, um, I don't know. So it would be such a waste. Because I love IMAX, you know? It, it's kind of a little too big. <laughs> but when you're far back enough, it's, like, it's amazing. There's, there's one at a, uh, an aqua- aquarium near me. And, or not near me, but it's... It exists and they usually do like sea C, C type shows during the aquariums hours but after hours they uh, show movies i don't know if they've I, I don't know if they're still in that business because um theaters all shut down mainly but i hope for them to be open i mean the ones i saw near me that are open i don't think my, i don't think are any aquariums but anyway <laughs> I go off of random, random little tangents trying to explain everything I'm saying. It's funny. Also, I don't know if you could hear it, but I keep accidentally tugging the uh, the earbud in my ear and making kind of a loud, rubbery, like thunk. You know, you're probably picking it up. That's what that is. So I apologize sincerely, or as some would say, I apologize severely. So quiet. It was it was cool today listening to, or yesterday, listening to the podcast from February 4th, the first one of 2020. Um, and hearing the Spanish in the background, you know, I took that for granted. That was such a weird thing, but pretty much everyone was speaking Spanish around me. Occasionally, like every few nights of going to the same class, you'll catch one English conversation, but it's mainly a Spanish city is crazy they're like white Mexicans you know however you want to digest that process that not in a negative way obviously there's nothing negative attached to that description Um, so anyway that but except white and like from Europe like they all speak Spanish you know they came from Spain originally like they're not different. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I know one Mexican kid from... Well, he's not a kid anymore. He's my age. Uh, from high school. Andres. And he... He was awesome. But he was like the only Mexican person I... I mean, I met another Mexican person now. I think about it. The bud tender at um, the weed club. I don't know if I mentioned in later episodes or not, but his name was Alex and he was the best. From Mexico. Such a cool guy. But, like, he was white, too. So, like, both my friends are sort of like. And I'm just a little uh, darker. But, like, barely, you know? So, I'm thinking, like. Everyone's perception of Mexican, like, the stereotypical one, I should say, is like mariachi band, big mustaches, and, like, darker skin. But, really, they're like. <laughs> you know not that different from white people I don't know why there's this animosity that's what I'm trying to say this long jumbled rant I would love more Mexican than Spanish friends I, I, I had a, a Spanish friend earlier in my life then he moved to Salt Lake City because he was a Mormon so his whole family went there he's been there ever since um, I hope he's doing well anyway oh another big thing that I should mention on the podcast um, I've been sort of thinking a lot more about van living and like, I don't know if this is the correct term, but tramping, just like going around the country in a mobile unit, whether it be a tent or a trailer, you know, what? a trailer would actually be pretty nice or like uh, a truck with a, Oh my God. Yeah. I really forgot about that. Even maybe, vans might be too big. I might, I might. Move up to a van once I more permanently move into that. I think it'd be good to do a trial run with a truck though, with like a uh, a mini home and its its bed, with the door in the back. There's like a bed. There's like whatever else you want to be in there. Maybe a computer, like a laptop, guitar, uh, dog if you have one. I don't think that, I don't think that's legal. To, <laughs> have them ride in while you're, you know, the dog would stay in the front while you're driving, of course. But in the back, you can keep all this shit and have this whole life, your whole life behind you. Um, and I saw a few of those. I saw a really really cool one in Colorado. I took a picture, I think, but I don't remember where it is. It was it was at some like um, park or like monument. It's not a monument. It was at some big place. And, sorry, I keep looking around. There's like, there's weird noises going on. This might break my ankle, but hopefully not. It's like a whole, it's like a gorge. At the bottom of the gorge, I should say, was a a bench and a fire pit, which is cool. That's where I started recording walking out of there. Um, But the way up and down is kind of treacherous. I'm not doing this yet. <laughs> I'm going around. I'm going around town. It won't let me see the lake anymore, but maybe that's a good thing. By lake. I mean, river. Well, back to what I was saying about the van life thing. I've always been intrigued by that. One time I'm on vacation, also in Florida. <laughs> My family goes to Florida a lot. Um, we saw... I saw like a VW... Like Volkswagen van. I was like, oh my God. And I, I think that's too impractical to drive around I, f- I wouldn't trust that, you know, with my life and all my shit. But it was there and it just it just sparked this idea in my head of like I want like I've heard this before the van life thing. I've kind of like been uh, subconsciously obsessed with it, like tried just like following all these pages and stuff and reading up all about it, and how they actually do it. And then just seeing that VW van, it like lit the fire in me that like I knew it wouldn't go out. It was like a determined, like, I want this in my life. And uh, nothing's gonna stop me because I see it as achievable, you know, which it was cool. But I lost that fire when I was, you know, back against the wall trying to like last minute look up apartments in New York to stay in for school. And that was like, that was no bueno. Shit. I mean, just see if I missed a call. <laughs> no, I think it would have just stopped if I missed a call. I would have heard it, actually. I don't know. It's probably four. I got 15 minutes on the clock left, but mom's already asking if I'm home. It's so annoying. I want to keep on this van life topic, though. I don't know what, it is. what else is there to tell. This part also goes along the uh, the river that I'm walking on right now, so I don't know how it connects, but whatever. I want a van, but like the idea of one, like a mobile house, but I don't want a van per se. I think truck is the way to go. I want to be able to go on like rugged terrain and shit, you know, not worry about clearance of my car. because a lot of camping is like dependent on getting to the site i was in a very very mild terrain where i was in colorado the furthest west i went you know and into the the uh, native american something reserve like forest national forest i think it's called um either way it's like that wasn't that wild. Like California, there's just like swaths of land, like Joshua Tree. I don't know if you're allowed to camp there, but places like that, just like giant, like you can, you can dirt bike or fly for miles and not see any sort of civilization, which is awesome. And the Pacific Northwest too has that. I think Western Colorado also has that because I didn't see much cities down there. The, hi- the highways make like a cross an oblong cross towards the top right corner of Colorado, the state, and I don't know, I'm by the landslided area, so spooky, but anyway, Colorado's cool, so there might be more land that I didn't get to explore because I was staying close to the highways, Um, but what a beautiful state, man. I miss it. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't record that much about it. Like, I went through 2019 um, in my editing and just, like, the the Colorado chip was, like, two episodes or something crazy when I was there for a whole month. I wish I recorded more. And then Spain was only, like, three episodes, you know, total. I I really haven't been recording that much, though. That's the thing. I've been sort of living. I don't even realize that I'm in such a cool situation. Uh, I, I remember be in, being in Spain and thinking that uh, uh, I only had an hour, twice a week basically to smoke. Everything else was like, I'm buried in assignments. It's so, and reading especially, oh my God, the reading. Some of them were interesting, which is good, especially in the Civil War class. But eventually, this, after I got the point of the Civil War class, um, I <laughs> ended up... What am I trying to say? <laughs> oh, I ended up, like, not being engaged because I, I wasn't learning anything new. Like, that was very substanti- substantial. It was just a bunch of retreading and philosophical talking about the Civil War and what it means and, like, all these things. But Which is good, but it was just, like, it's way too... Academic for me. I like the, the history part and like the the science part, like the forensics and everything. we just trying to find family members' uh, remains based on like like local knowledge. It was wild. So I like that class, and I wrote good ass, a bomb ass paper about it about the Civil War and about monuments and street names. And I think both of those, especially monuments, is relevant today of like their history and like what people do with them. I was trying to bring it to an American perspective. My teacher said to focus it on Spain, but I think it would have been cool. I mean, it was good to do the only Spain and try to really delve myself into what the Spanish uh, perspective is. But America has, like, my country, you know Actively t- tearing on statues of people like George Washington For no discernible reason Other than they think that he's racist Or owned slaves But I don't I hear Thomas Jefferson owning them, which is one thing But George Washington did not And he's like an American hero, you know That must look so fucking grotesque To, like, the f- far-right, authoritarian-right America Seeing, like, their hero being Torn down it's literally probably somewhere to the, the uh, October Revolution. Is that what it was called? The Russian one. One of those months. Um, yeah. It's scary. But it's like I wanted to be able to look into that a little bit too. But really, I was only thinking of Confederate War Memorials. It would have been like a totally different if I saw that people are tearing down, like not just Christopher Columbus, but George Washington. Like that says like so much about what their cause. They're not guided by principles and stuff. They're just guided by like hate and like revenge, you know? Like reparations, like that is a good mindset. But instead of helping the disadvantaged side, you're hurting the advantaged side. Um... And that's not good for the welfare of society where both of those people exist, you know? I I just happen to be more advantaged based on the color of my skin, you know? I didn't, like, choose for that to happen. I, like, no one can. So that because of that fact, we should be um, tolerant and, like, think equally about each other because we were given the equal odds of being whatever we were going to be starting out that way you know with all the the mental conditions physical conditions um, everything that was totally a random roll of the dice but now you have to like i don't know like live into those live into that existence I guess I kind of have to go home not super soon but like you know can't take too long I can you know what? whatever I have a little bit longer so I'm going to be with you guys for a little longer I can literally just it was this podcast that reminded me of the the pickup truck type idea to get a good one with good tires With uh, as good gas mileage as I can get but you know you can't really it's hard to get maybe if I got a Car I don't know. I think the flatbed thing is more compact. It's easier to drive. You don't need an extra license. So, yeah, as long as it's not old and shitty, if it's a decent truck, you know, I feel like you have to, you have to have the thing for a few months, at least like six months, a year to really see all the problems with it. That's one thing about getting a new vehicle. They're playing loud music. (laughs) Anyway, a car, probably better mileage, but you can fit less, it's not like a whole house. You can like a big Chevrolet or something, whatever they're called. Um, Sorry, so many noises. If you get a big car, like a Uber XL, you know, that kind of car, that would be okay. But truck gives you the ability to go off-road easier because it's more built for hard situations like that. Just the idea that there is land that's too rugged for my car is such like an invitation, you know? An invitation to like adventure, basically adventure yeah I've been thinking kind of the and adventurously the past two days um, my school my first day of school was rough it went from 10 to 9 or like 8.45 uh, somewhere around 8 because the professor said that he wasn't going to He's usually gonna end the class early unless he's on the big lecture. So that was good. But my other class is supposed to start at 9, not 10. So Wednesday was just an exception. That was kind of rough. Um, I was exhausted by the end of it. I was exhausted by the middle of it, to be honest. But anyway. It's like trying to record in New York. Not as bad. I get I get quiet moments. In New York you don't. But anyway. Truck. I have to like really crunch the numbers as to like what's the what's the best crunch numbers and like probability of risk. You know, like a bus. It's hard to turn around, it's hard to reverse. It's hard to park. Those are big big things. You know, if that's what you your house is on, and you need all the options you can get about like parking, especially, and also the lower risk of hitting stuff, because you, hit, you don't want to hit you want you don't want anything to hit you, and you don't want to hit anyone. That's hard to say. I don't know kind of dreading going back home to be honest I don't want to be grilled usually after work I go straight home but today I didn't I could just say I got a sandwich or something somewhere yeah closing thoughts this was a good podcast this was a really good podcast I'm happy with this one I think if I had a straight joint, it would be too much. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe my tolerance is kind of low. I could do a good podcast on a full joint. I don't know. I don't know what I'm really trying to say. The main thing is, I'm trying to get a guest on. He offered to do a podcast with me about like getting the same strain of weed. I think I talked about this before on the show. Same strain of weed and the same that's it and then we call each other and smoke and then we record it but the problem is that we got all the way up to the buying the weed and I messaged him about his availability he told me his availability so I was I went out um, and waited and never got a call or a response or anything so that's kind of on hold I'm a little peeved, not gonna lie because I really wanted to be on the podcast and I, you know I don't like waiting for someone in the woods, you know and planning this whole thing just to have them ever respond so I'm in the parking lot now <laughs> I don't mean any vitriol towards this guy it's just uh, I don't know I'm not, like, super happy about the way things are with the state of that episode. Anyway. It's been dark for a while. It's been dark. I don't know if there's a cloud or if there's a mountain in the way. But anyway, this uh, this walk was successful. I don't have to be... To look and act... Sober enough to not get in trouble. That's life, children. The weird effect is happening again where I'm looking at a tree and like a a bunch of trees and the tops and bottoms are shrinking towards the middle repeatedly like some weird optical illusion. Anyway. Peace out, my homies. My greenies. See you next time. Hello. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick's Green Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and texts are available on our website, patricksgreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r/patricksgreentea. You can make comments on YouTube and on the website you can contact me directly at patrickscreentee at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much, and have a lovely day.